she's it, becoming enamored in him. Look at her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> she's Veruca Salting. Are you Veruca Salting me? She was not Veruca Salt. She was Beauregard. She was... <laughs> Excuse me. She was Violet Beauregard. The bratty bubblegum chewing Violet Beauregard. Oh. Now she's not being a jerk at well, all. Know. The whole film she's being a jerk. There's the one repoed car that they managed to get. And they kept it for themselves. Right. Okay. And he drove her he drove her back, right? Oh there we go. Look the place looks nice much nicer. Well that's because he could so you need an old man's Yeah, you need an old man's touch in your house. Yeah. Not a woman's touch. A dad's touch. Right. <coughs> He's like, it's a guy. Now check this out. Yeah. No laundry piles, no mad magazines. Oh, danger. She's saying, you could sleep here. Oh, there you go, partnering. Quid pro quo. This is the generally recommended method of a seduction. He is the father on Christmas Story. Right. So He's so at the door. Violet Beauregard is like, I'm rushing you. Relax. Would you like some warm beer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so skunk beer? Yeah, all right. She got it out of the car she repossessed, and it's been sitting around. And he's like, I don't like beer. It's funny because this would never happen. Well, go, 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 go. Many things in movies we see, right, are not believable. You know, the situation just wouldn't happen in real life. Those are the bad movies. He would have. Yeah. Well, maybe it happened, but. Now, this director did episodes he... of uh, MASH, Ironside, Twilight Zone, Alfred Hitchcock, Date, Andy Griffith. Happy Days, Starsky and Hutch, Chipped, Courtship of Eddie's Father, wow. 5-0. He did a lot more, but those are the ones I think you would recognize. Yeah. I think I've seen every single episode. Of, I mean, every uh, every show mentioned. Yes. Now, in World War II, he served in the Air Force as a film technician, and after the war, he began working for MGM, directing films. Nice. So he was under contract. Yes, he was. It was studio. Old studio. Yeah. Yeah. He's old school. I wonder why they made this. So they, they made this movie because it's a vanity piece, or they, they had a production house and they had to spend some money and they made their, they produced this movie. Well, I don't know what you mean he by He wrote it and they produced Peace. Well, I mean, there was a script already existing. He, he, he needed a film to produce and star. Yeah. Well, so he, he, well, he wrote, rewrote it. He, yeah, he turned it into a script, right? Now, Which look, was a vehicle for him. He's not gonna. Well, I guess so. It was more like a vehicle for their production company, not for him as a star. It was like a husband and wife team. I'm telling you, I read two interviews, and they they were very much in love, or maybe they were putting it on for the interviewer. Um, and no, they, but he's uh, he's a. I mean. I, yeah, I'm not trying to disparage the guy. I think he's great, you know, but it's just, uh, it was, a, I guess he was trying to do a buddy, but, you know, a leading role film or an ensemble film. And uh, it does sort of touch on, you know, him being 16 on his own as a squatter. Maybe it was near and dear to right. heart, I guess. Now she is upset because he loves and respects her. He doesn't say that he loves her. And he's not going to sleep with the 16-year-old girl. Uh, it might be that he just yeah. got laid at the cat house. But she is now <laughs> – she, she is angry that she's been rejected. She's like, get out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Do you think the director's cut, he actually did sleep with the prostitute at the cat house? <laughs> Why do we have to shoot this, husband? Trust me, it's a, an artistic vision I want to do. It's a yeah. Right, Don? Uh, leave me out of this, man. Yeah, the pornographic issue that uh, I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big... Uh... He's gone, right? Left his suit. He left, and he's off to... We're going to have a cameo now. He's basically... See, he takes the... Oh, good. Repose. Right. Is it Bill Murray is it in the cameo? No, it's Lyle Kuehner. Right, oh, man. Yeah, look at him. He looks good. Right. Now, he was on TV in 1978. Yeah, this is, that's right. He was all over the television. Okay, so... What's happening here is he's giving his sad story, his woes, right? But the but her name is Larry, right? But when she's using a gun, oh, right. he's not what Lyle Wagner's not phased at all. <laughs> kind of relationship with Larry. So Lyle Larry. But the thing is, he doesn't go, are you talking about a dude? I mean, it's 78. You know how. Right. Like, just last... You don't, you don't think Lyle's gay in this? Just last episode, we saw a movie, right, in which guys were getting pissed off because they were being accused of being gay. So you would think that Lyle... Oh, Wack yeah. Like, hold it, buddy. That was the movie Good Morning Vietnam we watched last week. <laughs> it was. No. <laughs> Right, yeah, 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 right. That was the joke in there. Oh. Uh, people three. How many different colors? This is his other turtleneck. It's white. He had a black turtleneck and now a white turtleneck. <laughs> and he's drinking and there's no stain on his uh, well, turtleneck. That is classical. Uh, business, not businessman. That implies like an entrepreneur. He was a successful this right. guy, you know, working for the same company, you know, and so now we find out he think he didn't know it, but he's in a gay bar. He didn't know that when he walked in and saw Lyle Wagner. That's right. He's looking around. Oh, it's the nineteen seventies gay. <laughs> so now he's he would have just creeped out, and he's making his exit. Right. He was drinking there for like an hour until he started the conversation. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> so now, what does he do? He goes to the opposite of a gay bar. He goes to a, a bar with lots of women who are prostitutes. Oh, yeah. The office. In Los Angeles, Jersey. Joan Collins. Now, this guy, the bartender, I know his face. My research couldn't come up with his name. He's not in the cast, but I, he's been in a million things. Andy Richter. <laughs> yeah, right, from uh, oh. Conan. So Joan Collins overhear him saying, I like blondes. So she quickly gets on a blonde wig. And then he's going to be like, <laughs> you're over 21, right? She goes, I'm 31. Right. Blonde, darling. There she is, a blonde. Oh, that, that's your Joan Collins? That's awesome. That's Gloria, who they've been cheating, uh, although she doesn't, he doesn't know it. Right, he just happened to watch. He, was, he didn't even know he was in a gay bar for an hour having a nursing a drink. I think he's just a drunk. That's the reason why he hangs out with 16-year-olds. Okay, so... It's the morning after, and now he and Joan Collins go. are totally in a relationship. Good morning! <laughs> Jackie Collins. I, I mean, Joan Collins. I didn't recognize oh. your new wig. What a horrible hairstyle. Hey. Oh, no, that was her trademark hair, wasn't it? Like, she had always had hair like that. 
Mike, she's wearing different. We just saw a shot of all her wigs. She wears different hair every day. Right, right. And I'm saying now that she has her natural hair on screen, it's always like curly like that. That's not. No, no. Joan Collins did not have curly hair like that. That's Donna Summer, you think? Wait, we could. Yeah, Donna Summer hair. I'm wigging you out. Ah, you're wigging me out. It is Donna Summer. With her curl. So she's so in love with him. The key. This is yeah. your house now. She's Great. off work and she's like, you know, stay here. And she's even giving him money. It kind of is not believable. Hey, well, it's the same woman that the 16 year old was trying to uh, avenge, right? Weird. Uh, I wouldn't say avenge. Three people. She was trying to repo her well, car. She's desperately seeking Joan. Landlady. Uh-oh. Lady, right, it's like, you owe four months rent. I promise to pay it back. That would you be out of the street. That's the worst part. Like, it's not like, oh, it's always two months rent in the movie. So it's like, hey, oh, yeah, hi, I was going to go see you. You owe right. two months rent. Oh, yeah, well, I can explain. Exactly. And she's saying, there's a man upstairs who will pay for everything. Uh, this looks like Paul Brumbaugh. over. <laughs> right, Paul? Pants are upside down. You're sleeping upside down. Oh, what's up with some orange juice? Look at Paul's physique. Oh, he goes, he's got a good barrel roll going. Brum, bum, 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 Yes. <laughs> there he is. Hey. You're on mute, man. I, I, all, I, I came in just in time to see Joan Collins in bed. <laughs> yeah, that's the best one. You cost him with a wig, but I don't believe him. So, oh, that was, that was a pretty dark wig. That was pretty nasty. <laughs> so he picks up Larry. And she's still right. pissed, you know. They're going to do more repo and stuff. And he's like, fine, I'm moving out. And she goes, well, that's probably for the best. And they're having their, I mean, you know, she was in that's love. Cute. She got rejected. She's hurt. Right. Now she's mad at the perfume smell. Joan Collins' perfume is all over her. Him. It's Gloria. Gloria. Yeah. It's Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> What's that smell? You smell like Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> it's a, and plus it's open. They must be screaming at each other. No seatbelts. Yeah. Yeah. Don't back up. You'll hit the screen. I'm the guy from Christmas Story, I tell ya. <laughs> he was in other stuff. He's a nice talker to me. Yeah. Yeah, he was in other stuff, a, including a lot of movies we never saw from his own production company. I mean, that's really the truth. Yeah. He was in Airport 77. He also did Disney oh. films. Did he? Yeah. You talking about our, Would he be our on main character? Yeah, Darren McGavin. Yeah. Yeah, he did Disney films. He was like the um. I want to say he's the principal of the high school. That there's like two or three Disney films with Kurt Russell. Right. And one of them, the he like, he eats something and he becomes like super strong. Like oh. I forget, like so the boy the... with I forget what the like the oh the teenager with with tennis shoes or something like that. Yeah, what okay. is it called? The computer, the computer that wore tennis shoes. And that's there you go. Plus. Isn't he yeah. like the principal? I don't know. I I I you know it's like we're saying it's a trashy film, and I don't know if I want to waste time watching a trashy film, even though it's available on on Disney Plus. 
I'll have to oh, watch that's it. a great film. It doesn't hold up anymore, but is it better than Super Dad? <clears throat> Nothing's better than Super Dad. Okay, so what we're seeing here is um, the boss of the repo has taken them all to this used car lot where every single car is getting repoed, and we're having pretend hilarity as they're they're they can't get out of the lot because everybody wants to get out right. first. They're all like stuntmen just fucking around. And she is directing them all. It's supposed to be very good. Haul. And they're playing that stupid music, of course. Yeah, right. These are like the only working repo men. So this is like a drive-in movie, right? 1978, you go to a drive-in movie and watch like... Because back then there were a lot of car crash movies, whether it was Smokey and the Bandits or, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. other things. Gone with 60 Seconds, that was around that time. The original. Now, hatchbacks were very, very new. Um, and that's what uh, McGavin's in, a hatchback. So a hatchback is like convertible where the hatch goes back? I don't know. I never even heard of it. You, you've never heard person. of a hatchback car? Um, yeah, was, I've heard of it. Yeah. It was sort of like the front of the car is regular and the back is like an extended trunk kind of thing. You open it up and there it is. There's one in the front there. That's the one he was driving. It has like a trunk. One of Paul's brothers is in there when they're going off the drive-in. Uh-huh. He had mentioned that. Uh, all right, well, they destroyed a shack. Yeah, let's go to Johnny Rocket. Let's go back. Welcome to Johnny Rocket. The Jaws mother. Hey, uh, lady, uh, does Fonzie eat here? Uh, he did 20 years ago. I'll have an ice cream. We're having a, a double malted. They all rapid yeah. fire their orders. And you would expect her to be confused, but she gets it all. Right. Does he talk in waitress talk? Yeah. Uh, also, there's a shark coming to the ocean. Yes, he got pay up. Uh, lady, no smoking. Oh, she's saying my boyfriend will pay for this. He's doing sniffy talk. Now, here come those thug bad guys. Now, you know they're after our heroes, but for some reason, all the repo men know what's going on and freak out. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense with the plan. He's shooting at them. He wants to kill them. It doesn't make sense. I guess they're going to have to close now. They were never closed, never reopened. Yeah, that's. Cr- I always think it's crazy when people shoot like that. Well, in the 70s, I guess they had guns. Oh, it's, it's more TV like violence. A TV comedy. Now we're going to have a what? lot of kitchen hilarity. Like the guy who dumped the food on his face? Yeah. To cover his head. For- He's going to slip on the tomato sauce. You'll see. You think this is his wife's, uh, their restaurant as well? What? He shot the flower. You think he was, like, promoting his restaurant as well? <laughs> if you enjoy this movie, check out the kitchen of Mike's restaurant. Christmas Story Dataria. <laughs> Christmas Story is yet to come. Whoa! Slipping and sliding, eh? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Now, he was just all over her butt. Did you see it? Yeah, I know. That was that was the only take, I guess, his wife was in the Very offensive. Wow, they're making pizza. Hey, remind me not to order pizza from this place. Why is oh. there a new print on my pie? 
It's a deep dish. It's hard for you to notice. A distraction, and they can get away. Egg in the face. Egg in the face. Good shot. Why is there a footprint on my pie? Oh, we didn't expect you to flip it over. <laughs> Sir, you don't <laughs> eat pizza that way. You know, in California, Carl, they don't fold their pizza on to eat it. Why? They use a fork and knife? No, they just eat it, like, straight up. Like, uh -huh. they just chomp it down. They, they don't uh, fold it and let the grease go down. That's interesting. Uh, like, I don't, uh, I would just think that would be a natural way to, okay. Keep eating it? Uh, they slipped around there, too. This is like a sexual thing, splosh, where you have sex with food. They went to a splosh orgy. Okay, so now he's going to sit his butt in that repo car, which is all messy, messy. Right, and it smells like Gloria, too. Whoa, I like, clarity! Whoa. I and that's how I got on. <laughs> all right, and take great. Uh, doctor, I need a prescription of Oxycontin, and I slipped on set again. Don Felber. Concert. Now look, oh, she oh. has decided to wear a dress, and it's all a ploy to look like, you know, like, this is what he'll grandmother. <laughs> I could use you some prune, honey. Oh, that sounds great. Wait a minute. He says, where did you learn to fight like that? And he goes, oh, watching Kung Fu on TV. That's another 70s reference. He didn't use Kung Fu. He just punched the guy. He recognizes his dress. Like, what are you doing? What are you up to? Right. And then he decides not to address it. Well, he did come back. No, he's packing. I gotta be like, let's get his stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Do 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 do. The most awkward episode of Odd Couple. Do 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 do. Exactly the Oscar. I can move now. Felix, why do you have to move out? I I just don't feel comfortable anymore, Oscar. Wow, that's a giant bag. Yeah, that's right. What's and the bag then? It's one of the things. He just grabbed a couple things when he was kicked out of the house, including one that is like his old junky stuff when he was a kid. Right. Boy Scout pocket knife. Wow. Can I get so it? Can I? That. I'm sorry. Could I get a time check? It's uh, 10 oh, yeah. over here. <laughs> Sorry. Really? What a waste of a Friday. Uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. You we, mean, are, we, of course, we stream every Sunday. Do you mean how much? Uh, I have uh, I have 117.48. Oh, I just froze it. Oh, that's I'm not. sorry, guys. I'm so sorry, guys. There's basically right 20 minutes left. 20 minutes left. If you got to go, we understand. Okay, so now. No, I was, I, I was just, I was just wanting to make sure because I am ahead of you guys and I don't want to say the wrong thing. Oh, it's a one eighteen twelve, one eighteen thirteen, one eighteen fourteen. Yeah, I've got it now. Okay, so now you guys are ahead of me by three seconds. I'm good with that. He always wanted children, and he prepared for children. So he's got ten thousand dollars, but he never had children. So now he's like. You have it. Right. And she's flattered, but then she gets offended. I don't want it. And he's like, it's a chance for a better life, college, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you're the product of college, and you've got nothing. She gets very mad. Right. 
she's getting older there. I have all these records and a stereo system. And I'm 16. I know, she's the cool teenager. Move over, Ferris Bueller. It's Repo Man. She claims... It's the Repo Man. Auto... Yeah. She claims to be tops at uh, her profession, but meanwhile, she never repos a car. <laughs> I know, she steals the car, basically. Yeah. He's like so putting on Darren McDavid, you know, like, why? Like, so now he pulls a trick on her. He writes down what his phone number is, like he just jots it down on the note. But the truth is he jotted down he jotted it down on that ten thousand dollar slip of paper and pretends to leave leaving behind oh, right. his present for her. He's going to get a phone call like a week later and be like, hey, asshole, guess what I found on the street? It's fucking sweet check. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> now she goes, hey, wait a minute, Buster. Don't try to trick me. But he's off. What a weird dress. Oh, she's flattered again. Right actually touched in a way okay now do you remember there's that millionaire lawyer with his rolls royce they've got was this... that dick martin no it was the one in which she was like lay down and then he drove over her him right yeah that guy they've got this big plot to like cut him off at the airport and and take like a bunch of repo cars and the whole team is getting together now to do it sweet here's your first paycheck i'm not a repo man no way ordinary fucking people i hate them i've seen repo man a hundred million times so it's nice to see a different repo man movie do you like i like when there was that generic um Remember the No Frills brand at the store? And they were doing a play. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Let's uh, go see him that pay. Yeah, that was like a definitely like a B cult movie where like every video store had it in their cult section. And you just, but I would watch that movie all the time. Yeah. Like it would just, you know, which it. What about our relationship? Oh, right. F that. Well, you know, it, it is Jim Collins. If she's letting you stay in her place, you might as well uh, show her respect. Okay, now Larry is defending Davin, saying, he'll be here, he'll be here, you know? But. He's not. He's right. But he gets a lead all of a sudden on Gloria, and that really upsets the boss because the boss wants them to do this whole plot to get the lawyer, the millionaire lawyer. She doesn't care. She wants to go and get Gloria because she's been after him forever, and she's like, I'll meet you at the airport. They never explain why, right? I mean, it's not like her, it's Gloria is her mom or, like, no. Gloria was a roommate in a tapered. I mean, Gloria's too yeah. sick. She always gets away. It's like Roadrunner. Now there she pulls yeah, up. Yeah, Roadrunner. Car. Right. And it was parking right there. They're parking in the park again. You see that? The cars yeah. are parked in the park. Oh, yeah, they're on the bad. street. They're on the street. He just went and grabbed her. So they keep doing it over and over and over. Right. She has bribed the landlady to get the key to Gloria's apartment, and she's finally going to confront Gloria. But what do you think she'll find? Uh, Christmas Story Dad and, and Gloria? Yeah. 
and she'll be enraged. Yeah. And she but they don't really get that Davin said that Glory that this person was a blonde. All right. There we go. Does Gloria recognize her though? No. Yeah, she's Giles. Yep. Then the repo man can realize it's a kid. Yeah. She's not a blonde. She won't let that go. Right. Well, see, had she known it otherwise, she might have guessed all the other than the person we know is Gloria. <laughs> it's very far fetched that he would bump into Gloria, but he does in a movie world, right? Well, well, that's the thing. Like a bad movie is there's like a vacuum. There's no like bystanders to watch people right. slip up banana peels. It's always the same six people. Yeah. And so if they bump into a sixth person, it's, you know, it has a seventh person. Yeah. It has to be person number five. Exactly right. It, and you know, like, you're my, you know, you're my adopted mom. You know, like, her yeah, right. Watch where you're going. You watch where you're going. Wait a minute. Is that? Yeah, you? you're my adopted mom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! She so, bangs him. Look, no socks. Wow. Yeah, I gross. Oh, this is Quinn Tarantino's movie. Why no it was, socks? It was, uh, why no socks? Because that's what hippies do in Los Angeles in the oh. 70s. Christmas Story Dad is no hippie. He's a hipster. He's like Kim and Jackie Gleason must have hung out and like listened to <laughs> jazz and, and had a couple cocktails together. Did you know that this was an MGM film? Okay, here you we are at the airport. Yeah. Oh, so it's, is this LAX? Did, I doubt Burbank. Did you see he went right over, she went right over the parking thing? It's crazy. Right. Well, they don't even have spikes back then. Nope. No, but I'm saying the divider for the parking spaces, the concrete, he just went right over it. Nobody would do that. Awesome. Yeah, right. I hear you. See, well, the stunt driver driving it. I just got notified I have low battery. On your phone or something? On my laptop. Yeah, you know, it's not a bad idea. I want to switch off to my phone. Well, we have 10 minutes only. Uh, all right. I can't wait. So does, who dies at the end? Um, the, the girl in Kung Fu Mahjong. Here's the lawyer. He's heading um, to the airport. Cops are actually on the repo men's side. Now, look, guess who it is? It's the big Lebowski. Oh, who is Santa Claus and Santa Claus the movie? Yeah. This guy's not. Wow, that's cool. But this is years before Big Lebowski, of course. Right, yeah, this is like a 70s, 70s film. Yeah, I did a lot of drive in movies. I don't want to talk about it. So they repossess mm -hmm. an airplane. And Big Lebowski, he can walk. He's not in a wheelchair. Well, they tricked him. Oh, he tricked them. No, he they got he got tricked. Now they're taking the rolls. And he goes, What? That's so crazy. I just went in to get a cup of coffee. The big Lebowski. Get my coffee. Call the police. It attracts suit. upon in this fair city. I've only seen that movie twice. I've seen it certainly more than twice. Uh, right. Okay, so I love that film. I did not know anything about the uh, the big hub. You know, like the cult status. It was. I mean, I understand why I got it. It was a great film. I just saw it a couple times because I love it. 
Well, we had a guest here, Ira, who comes on every Christmas. Uh, uh, we've had him as a guest, and we watch movie trailers of films that uh, premiered on Christmas Day. Ira is, plays uh, John Goodman's character on the Big Lebowski fest. Uh-huh. Like he's been doing this for like decades, and he, you know, the, he does production numbers during the festivals, and he wears a uh, vest. So, you know, it happens. Not. Um... The Ira I know from Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove. It's a different Ira. Oh, right. That's Ira Summer, the comedian. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Ira from Big Lebowski. And he used to do Bad Movie Night with him. So that's where I knew him. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think I made that mistake on the Christmas show. <laughs> oh, you were like, Ira Summer. Yeah. He, uh, there was a theater in the dark room and we would watch movies and they would rip. And a lot of times he would be in the audience, but he, he would host a lot of them too but he would be there at every show so now what we're finding out is that the the lawyer who they've been chasing all this time he is the one who owns those thugs that have been after them oh so everything ties it see the seventh person was the sixth person after all in this small environment see how she because there's no standard that's why I like bad comedies. They exist in a weird vacuum. Yeah. Where, you know, universal laws, you leapfrog under people and they hit their balls. Right. Because you know. it's so funny. She gives him a headbutt, then she gives him a butt butt. Right. Also, I do like kind of comedies. The cops are, are total idiots in 70s films. Even like Last House of the Left, where it was like a straight out horror film, the cops are idiots. With their big bellies. Yeah. All right, so we're getting to the big finish, right? Yeah. Getting to the ending. Now they're all getting arrested. (laughs) Yeah. Who wears sunglasses in Los Angeles during the day? Oh, these hats. Looks like they went to a vintage clothing store. Here comes Big Lebowski just in time to get arrested. Right, took a cab. You took my old good evening, officer. Yeah. He looks the same, even in the seventies. Here's all your here's all the evidence you wanted. <laughs> do you have to do that in front of the cops? Yeah, right. Yeah. And they've got the pension the- fund. William Bigos, it's all wrapping up. Right. All the- hey, look, there's giant sacks that have money signs on it. Damn it. That's my money. Now, here's our endearing end in which he says, I love you. Right. But I mean, it's like a daughter. And she's like, You got a daughter? You have a daughter now. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. So now he gets to touch her, the father figure. Yes. Oh, yeah, there's that moment. He should, she should hold on. He's just going to drink it away. He's going to be at a bar and be like, you know, this is a gay bar? I did not know. Now he says, I love you. He's so happy. God, he went to zero to 60, right? Am I right when it comes to the age? The name kind of doesn't go with the film. Well, you know, it's a car chase film, and car chase films go from zero to 60. So. The thing is, if you have a hot rod or, like, a souped-up car, it goes zero to 60. Like, you know, like, we're car mechanics, and we're making a race car, you know. Yeah, but they're repo men. In the middle of the night, they steal your car from zero to 60. It's gone in 60 seconds. Yes. No. No. Zero to 60. Oh, I'm getting my pictures mixed up. Between cars. Numbers in this movie. Yeah. Oh, I know. I see a hot rod. You you do a hot rod race, and you go from zero to 60 because some guy souped up your engine. But when you steal cars, oh, this Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Just stole his car. Did you get the license plate number, Gloria? 
Stole your car. Fortunately, they have a Thunderbird to hop into. Right? Did I say it right? Was that a Thunderbird? But no, isn't that a Trans Am? Oh, it's a Trans Am. <laughs> it has a picture of a no, it has a Thunderbird on the. It has a bird on the hood. Oh, All right, it's a Trans Am. It's a Thunderbird. All right, it's a. You belong to the city. Now we have our zero to sixty song. Now I've seen this film four times. This is the fifth time, so I know by heart. The cat. Let's hear it. Zero to Keep sixty. Going. The Hudson Brothers composed and performed by the Hudson Brothers. Oh, so that's what it was. They were referencing the opening credits. Do you know the words that she's wonderful? Yeah, no, I don't. I, there's Vito Scotti as Benny. I should, yes. though. And introducing Denise Nickerson. Lyle Wagner. That's pretty cool. Dick Martin. So these are all guys he worked on TV with. You see this Jack Brinage? He's some he yeah. cameo apparently. I, I, my research didn't show what he was except people raving about his cameo, but I didn't dig into it. I don't know. And and also these people. Think stunts coordinated. Great yeah, well, there's a lot of stunts. Yeah, unit production manager Ron Dupree. He was always pissed. <laughs> Sergeant Fury, Nick Fury, Nick Fury. I'm not Nick Fury. I'm not Nick Fury. I'm Ron Fury. Good damn You know, Nick Fury of Shield was a very bad comic book, but they pulled it off in the movie. It's kind of dull. Like week after week, he's doing paperwork, yeah, holding sensitivity meetings, yeah. Like, every issue was the Monday meeting where they're like, well, so what do you got to talk about? Let's see if they mention where this was shot. This movie is no way like real life. Oh, no, <laughs> that is true. That, that is very stuff. true. Yeah. You don't have to, that's redundant to put it like this is a fictitious story. It should say, not distributed by first artist. Right, last, first artist, last release. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the last release of first releases. There, there's that lion over the lion. That's very meta. Uh, thank you so much, Carl. What you think of Zero to Sixty? I um I enjoyed it. Uh, it was good for your show. I I like seeing uh, Joan yeah. Collins. I like seeing Darren McGavin not in Christmas Story. Um, it was and Big Lebowski not in Big Lebowski. Yeah, the Big Lebowski was a treat. Uh, that was a surprise. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, Paul Brumbaugh of the podcast Edge of the Sanity, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, as well as listen to him live, uh, first to hear, first peak of the show, uh, streaming every Sunday at noon. Paul, what do you think of this movie, Zero Sixty? Well, i got to tell you, uh, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Oh, I can't be muted on this one. Oh, thanks, Paul. Get the uh, I well, there we go. We got two thumbs up. Uh, it was stupid, but you know what? I liked it. It was good for your show. It wasn't the greatest movie. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have a movie for next week, and uh, let's go back in time from this 1978 film. This film is from 1977. It's called <laughs> Mr. Billion, and if you type it in. Uh, Mr. Billion, 1977. And it's Mr. And, and 77, 77, right? 77. The year Star Wars, Mr. Billion came out. What uh, trailer like? 42nd Street Mutant or what? Media Graveyard? Let's do, let's do uh, 42nd Street. Uh, okay. Uh, it's only nine, six seconds anyway. So can you do us the honor and play the audio? Okay. And, uh, uh, oh, can you count us down? Okay. I'm buffered at zero, zero. I'll get the audio going. And I'll do the right. countdown. Okay. Thank you, Paul. If you could just wait. Okay, kitties. Okay. You know the drill. 
get your finger hovering over that triangle, and let's do this thing in three, two, one. I messed up the last number. Because he always does. <laughs> All right, let's see what he gets off. All right, let's see the chat. I want to see Wait, did you not press play? Yeah, of course I did. Oh man, this is gonna be a beat to get. <laughs> Mr. Billion. Guess who Mr. Billion is in this trailer? Not the guy who got thrown out the window. The guy in the cowboy hat. Yeah. Let me tell you that parachute. Yeah, right. Maybe. Oh, Twin Towers. We saw Twin Towers. He's supposed to go to San Francisco, and then you see the Twin Towers. So. Until. Way oh, it's uh Jackie, Jackie Gleason. Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, let me predict that this film is going to be a piece of shit, but really good for your show. Lots to riff on, lots to talk about. Well, I can't think of a better uh, hook to get you to, to subscribe and listen to our next week's episode. But yeah, that's, you're absolutely right. Uh, directed by Jonathan Kaplan. We talked about this film on YouTube. It's great, and uh, we'll be watching that next week, uh, along with Paul Brumbaugh. Uh, and uh, Carl, since we promoted Paul's uh, uh, podcast, where can people find you? And uh, what's it, they, I know you run a Tuesday show. Uh, can people just, like, you know, say this. Write to Carl on Twitter at Carl underscore 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 underscore. And the love underscores. And he'll give you a link. He'll, he'll give you the public link. Let, uh, go it, the stand up comedy. If, if yeah. you go to like um, uh, New Jersey, New Jersey virtual open mics, the Facebook group on Facebook, I always post in there. It's called the Boiler Room Open Mic. It's on Tuesday nights at nine o'clock. It's a Zoom show, and you're welcome. Now I was just on a one of those virtual mics uh, Thursday, and there were people from uh, Singapore there. Uh, it was uh, their 8 a.m. and our 8 p.m. Anybody can join from anywhere oh, around the world. That's, that sounds great. Uh, and uh, Paul and I had an opportunity to perform, and we'll be back on this Tuesday. So uh, if you're hanging around, check that out. Uh, check us out next week. And uh, oh, I'll be in savagehenry.com. No, wait, savagehenrymagazine.com is publishing a virtual humor. It's a print magazine from Humboldt County. It's a humor magazine. I've been distributing there for, for a few years, and they're doing a virtual issue. Uh, so, and that'll be released shortly. So, keep uh, your tab open to savagehenrymagazine.com, and you'll see my comedy piece uh, about the pandemic. So, uh, Really? What a winning! Yeah, it's called uh, Mutant, Mutant Amusement Park Rules, and that will be in the uh, a comedy issue. So check out SavageHenryMagazine.com, and hopefully it'll be there. And I also want to promote before we go our YouTube uh, page. Uh, you know, we just watched the movie, and uh, you listen to us and watch it.
tell me you've got all you want Fiverr says you're wrong and I suppose you've come down to help me move things along and we laughed it up and we're wise enough to know Just like to tell you about on this this particular song, we don't use any samples. So the uh one, two, three,
lost and got lucky, came upon the shore, found you a conquering America. We spoke of peace, waged a war, while you were conquering America. Why? 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 Why?